Welcome to the Hoodoo and Chill Podcast, the number one hoodoo and spirituality-based podcast bringing awareness to African-American spirituality and a wide range of thought-provoking topics. I am Papa Seer, your host, your narrator, and your storyteller. Before the show begins, make sure you're subscribed or following the show so you don't miss out on any episodes. And as always, donations of love keep our podcast alive and give us the ability to upgrade the show, enhance our content, and most importantly, do what we love. You can use any link in the description to send your donation of love today. Now, let's start the show. Good morning and grand rising. We are here with another episode of the Hoodoo and Chill podcast. It is me, Papa Seer, the host, narrator, and storyteller of the number one Hoodoo and spirituality-based podcast, the Hoodoo and Chill podcast. Happy New Year, family, friends, listeners, and supporters. I am ecstatic to say that I have made it back to the mic in 2024. This is our third year of podcasting officially, our fourth year of having an official business and school online academy. And, you know, from the bottom of my heart, I just want to thank every last one of you because your streams, your listens, your downloads, I mean, it's, it's overwhelming sometimes. And, you know, I have met some of you that book readings or mentor sessions with me or take my courses. And the collective response that I always get is, you know, Papa, I listen to you every day. Papa, you are so genuine. Papa, you are a household name over here. You know, my kids listen to this. My husband listens to this. My wife listens to this. And, you know, I never would have guessed in my wildest dreams that this podcast was going to become, you know, a household name for some people or just a part of their everyday routine and a part of their spiritual journey and growth. So I look forward to, you know, expanding this platform as much as I can. And 2024 is definitely going to be a breakout year for not only myself, but for the Hoodoo and Chill podcast for the HCR Kudu Conjure Root Work family, a breakout year for many of my students and leaders. And, you know, even for those of you who have just joined our family or this journey this year, this is also going to be a breakout year for you. I am ecstatic to announce, you know, that we just came out of open enrollment. Everyone knows, or if you don't know, if you're newer to this podcast, we have a school, an online academy the hcr gold academy it's been around for the last four years it is truly one of the industry leaders in black american spirituality education okay offering you know a virtual institute and we started off pretty small and i can say you know it's here we are in 2024 and we've amassed almost 100 students and so many people signed up this year for our 10-month course To all of my new students who are starting class this week, I look forward to you all having a golden year. I am so proud of you. For those of you all that attended our first, 
you know, student informational slash ritual class last week. Thank you so much for giving me your time. I was 100% impressed with you all. Your etiquette, the way that you showed up, how respectful you, you all were. And um, to be a proprietor of that in our space, that people can be respectful on a Zoom call the same way they would be if they were in front of your face. I think that that it speaks volumes for each and every last one of you that were there. You have my love, you have my support, and I am so looking forward to seeing each and every last one of you grow. So with that being said, I want to go ahead and jump into my message for today, which I want to cover a lot of things. You know, this is my first <laughs> podcast back on the mic today. So hopefully I don't go over my time, but you know, sit back, grab your notebooks because Papa is going to cover a few things. It's 2024. And I think it's only right that we get ourselves geared up for another golden year. So all of my listeners and my supporters, you guys are going to have a golden year too. So my theme for 2024 is back to black. And when I say that, I'm not even just isolating that to just black people, even though some people might not agree with what I'm about to say. just, Just hear me out. I'm not isolating that stance to just black people. I think that black Americans... The story of the black American is a story of true resilience, power, love, healing, spirituality, like just the journey of the black American is so profound. So when I say black to back to black, I'm not even isolating that to just the black American. I think that all races can look to our struggles, can look to our accomplishments, can look to the story of the Black American. And from that, you can pull confidence. From that, you can pull resistance. From that, if you are of another demographic, you can pull awareness. Because I'm not asking white people to feel my pain Um, understand or respect the struggles or the adversities of the black community i only ask for one thing i say walk in awareness don't be oblivious to what is going on in front of your face every day that's all i ask as papa seer but when i think about back to black I, i just think about you know our ancestors i think about black wall street i think about the cultivation of the root how you know we were pharmacists and doctors before we ever adorned the title officially. I think about the communities, the structure. I think about the civil rights movement. I just think about the organization of black people. I think about black excellence. I get overwhelmed. I get gushy. I, I get emotional when you think about the excellence that is in our bloodline. You know, I think we put way too much energy And our eyes are really focused on the struggle. But my God, my people, hear me with your heart today. There is so much excellence in your bloodline that if you were to turn your attention to going back to black, what does that truly mean? It means observing your ancestors, learning their stories and exemplifying some of the behaviors and attributes that they use to overcome oppression. 
and to walk in awareness, to walk in excellence, to give us the ability to have the freedoms that we have now and that we are still fighting and striving for, as well as equality. When I look at that term and I turn this over to the hoodoo community or for those of you who are beginning your spiritual journey this year. So if you are a new listener to this podcast, I think this is the perfect episode for you to start because let's be honest, January is normally the time when people want to undergo a brand new journey, whether it's spiritual, whether it is a fitness journey, um, vegetarianism, veganism, financial, whatever. January just seems to be a starting point for many of us. Spirit has led you to the right podcast today. The Hoodoo and Chill Podcast will return after this short ad break. Hey there, family. It's Papa Seer. Are you at a crossroads wondering what lies ahead? Let me be your guide through life's mysteries. As a master diviner, I've dedicated my life to helping people just like you navigate the twists and turns of their journey. I use a blend of ancient techniques, ancestral and spirit mediumship, bone casting, and cardamancy to unveil all the answers you seek. Imagine having a glimpse into the unknown or a roadmap to your future. Don't make another decision without tapping into the wisdom that's waiting for you. Whether it's matters of the heart, your next career choice, or seeking guidance from the spirits that watch over us. I'm here to help. If you're ready to take that step, book your appointment with me today at www.hoodooconjurerootwork.com and let's uncover the answers that await you. Your journey is unique and I'm here to guide you every step of the way. Again, Go to www.hoodooconjurerootwork.com and schedule your appointment with me today. Your spirit guides are waiting. Allow me to share a story or better yet, an experience with you all. If you have been, you know, following me, my journey, just, you know, on and off the podcast, because I do other things too. I have been saying since I want to say 2021 that 2024 was going to be a different year. I have been warning people about layoffs. I have been warning people about the housing market. And I swear to you that when I start talking about this stuff, people turn me off. That's fine. That's good because people don't like the truth. And especially in our community, we don't like to talk about money, but I'll get to that later. Layoffs have been happening. They've been happening. And before I continue with this story, all I'm going to say to you is, is that if you are in the tech industry, if you are in the tech industry, your petitions need to be for protection over your job. Service industry, you okay right now. So some things that happened to some members in my group and, you know, me, myself, my priesthood, some of my initiates, we came together and, you know, I said, I think we need to go into ritual. We need to, we need to ritualize for, you know, new job opportunities. We need to set up wars for protection around our members because we want everyone to keep their income. So originally we had planned to do this around eight o'clock, 
And, you know, in my mind, I was set to do that. You know, the next day, it was Monday. This was a Sunday. We're going to do it at Sunday at 8. And, you know, Monday is like always my busiest day. I had so much to do. And that's why I had set it at 8 o'clock. Well, Karen, my one of my priestesses, she, you know, calls me and like, hey, I think we should do this at 3 a.m. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. Instantly, I got irritated. I got a little bit annoyed because I'm just like, if we plan to do something at eight and if my mind and my spirit is set for eight o'clock, then why are we changing things at the last moment? And like a true priestess, a true leader in my group, she said to me, because traditionally here we do things at a certain time and we need to just stick to that. And that way we can have more people involved. Even though I'm the leader, I know how to be quiet. I know how to follow directions, especially when it's coming from a higher place. And I trust you know, the two women that we have dubbed priestess in our group, Karen and Alice, I, I trust them. So if that's what Karen say, that's what we're going to do. Now, the truth is, I still really wasn't in the best mood. So three o'clock comes, I oversleep. Alice calls me, wakes me up about 10 minutes after three. And initially I was just like, you know, I'm going to just stay in bed and I'm going to pray. And, you know, I'm going to just offer my support that way. I looked on the camera because we were doing this via FaceTime, you know, like a prayer group together and everything. All of my women were dressed in white. They were ready. I mean, set up, lights set. And I mean, it was so beautiful that instantly my spirit started convicting me and said, you know, if these women are up and ready, you need to get up. You need to set your lights, put your robes on and let's do this. I walked into my altar room, you all, and I was not prepared for what happened. So Alice, you know, she prays us into our ceremony. And my spirit is still ministering to me. And my spirit says, you know, and this this was, you know, the Holy Spirit ministering to me. God said, if two or more touch and agree, it shall be done. Excuse me. Let me rephrase that because that's not what spirit said to me. Spirit said to me verbatim. I said, if two or more touch and agree, it shall be done. You all are miles apart. So you are going to have to use your voice. You're going to have to use your sound. And that is how you all will touch each other. So I said, I think we all need to unmute ourselves and let's pray in unison. Let's pray together. Let us pray like our grandmothers pray. That is all I kept hearing in my head over and over as I'm sitting in front of my altar, looking at my grandmother's pictures and my uncles and my dad's, excuse me, my dad and my granddad's, you know, all I keep hearing is you better pray like your grandmother's prayed. And we began to pray you all. And, it, and, and the prayers turned into almost chants. And then the chants turned into tongues. And when I tell you it was five of us, but there were seven different languages going on. And I know verbatim that I heard a woman speaking in Arabic in the room with us who was not there. Those tongues turn into cries. Those cries turn into wails. And I'm not talking about wailing because you are upset, because you are sad. I am talking about, have you ever been in church and you have watched those women in the front of the church when the spirit of God comes down and empowers you and everybody just starts wailing because spirit, God is in the room with us. Now, of course, we are a hoodoo family, so, you know, our setup was in the tradition of how we do things. But when I tell you all, that was a moment that changed my life. Because 
to be able to feel the reach of that power from these women. And, and, and y'all know I always gush over women's magic that women are able to come together and just do things that, you know, are outside of words that can be spoken or be interpreted. Women just have a natural magic that they do when they come together as a group. And you all, it touched me and it changed me. I felt as if God took the tip of his finger and just lightly tapped me. I have been high on divinity ever since. And it confirms what spirit has been ministering to me about for the last couple of weeks. If y'all notice, I have not been podcasting like I normally do. I have been silent. You know, I feel like... if I should only sit here at this mic and give you all the best of me, if if spirit is not ministered to me, I don't have anything to say, you know, and everybody may not agree with that, but who do and chill for me is more than just like the podcast. This is truly someone, a part of someone's spiritual journey. They deserve the best. But back to what I was saying, it confirms everything that spirit has been ministering to me about, about just going back to black. You know, my grandmother prayed like that. My grandmother still wakes up four or five in the morning every day, go in her closet and pray. And some of you all have grandmothers, aunties, uncles like that. Some of you all are like that. And as I am coming into my mid-30s, more and more of the attributes of my ancestors are starting to become more in line with who I am. A lot of young people really, truly do cling to me, and I love you all, my 20-somethings that always want to sign up and be a part of this, but I still have to get them to understand that tenure and experience in this journey is so important. It's not just about how good you are at reading cards or how effective you think your spells or your magic or whatever it is, your rituals, that's fine, but when you grow and experience and tenure in this, you really start to embody the characteristics. Ashe, you really start to embody the love, the same support, the same protection that grounded and kept your family. Those ancestors really start to transmute something more into you that is just beyond, oh, baby, move this over here, do this like that. No, you start to take on their better qualities. Okay, you start to really embody their better qualities. I have been convicted so much to just get up in the mornings and just pray for my family. My grandmother does it, you know, my aunts do it, and it's just something that's been a part of my family. And I guess I've always been kind of lazy about it because, you know, grandma does that. But let's talk about it. My grandma's not going to be here forever. My grandma's already in her 80s, almost there anyway. And when she's no longer here, who shall assume that crown who shall take on that responsibility that duty of making sure that my family is surrounded and shrouded in prayer whether I am a Christian or not this is a tradition of my family that I have to keep alive stop listening to the lie that black people in America have no traditions and start being more observant more aware of what your own traditions are in your own family Have some conviction with yourself about, do you keep those traditions alive? This year is going to be so different, you know? And it is a year of exposure because it's a year, it's a four, you know? This year is very, it's good. This year is going to stabilize and ground some things. But for things to be grounded, some things have to fall. 
And to ground something to, and to secure it in place, you first have to acknowledge the weaknesses in the foundation. Okay, you have to sometimes replace pieces of the foundation that no longer will keep this ship, will keep this building, whatever it is that we're trying to stabilize. You need to acknowledge the cracks in your foundation. And spirit is moving so fast this year that if you don't want to acknowledge the cracks in the foundation, they're going to be exposed. The spirit of exposure is very high right now. And the things that we need to be aware of, people are just spilling it and blabbing it all over. I mean, I don't have to go into detail and call out names because these people don't pay me. <laughs> okay. So all you have to do is get on social media, get on YouTube. There is something being exposed about something and somebody every day. Now, my question and my conviction to you is where will you be when spirit turns that mirror on you? I'm going to be honest with you. My year has begun with spirit turning that mirror of exposure to myself. The good, the bad, the ugly, what needs to go, what needs to change, and absolutely what needs to stay. My mentees that I've taken on this year, and shout out to everybody that signed up for mentorship with me this year. Right now, my amount of mentees has doubled, so my workload has definitely doubled this year. But what I have been noticing about you know my intakes that I've been doing is that we are all suffering from the same thing when it comes to spirituality. You know, a lack of confidence is something that I've been hearing. A lack of balance is something that I've been hearing. And most of you that have signed up for mentorship with me and when I ask you, well, why are you here? What is it that you, what is your, what are your expectations? My heart was warm because None of you said to me, oh, Papa, see, I want to be the best who do, even though that's what you're here to learn. Everybody has been telling me, Papa, I want to learn how to be more grounded. I want to learn how to balance my mundane with my spiritual. I want to learn how to make these things flow parallel. I am tired of living in conflict with my soul, my spirit. My mind, my body, my actions, some of you are just living in conflict. Your spirit and your soul wants to do one thing, but your body's moving a different way. Your mind telling you something else. Or you got tricks of spirit so deep in your ear, they are telling you that you are incapable of doing something. I did not realize that confidence building was something that is very important in a spiritual journey, which is why I try my best to create a balanced methodology of teaching and not overload a novice student with a thousand and one workings and they have absolutely no understanding, no foundation, which will ultimately translate to no confidence. If you are suffering from a lack of confidence in your spirituality, in your work, in your rituals, it is probably because you've been taught things. You've been given recipes. You've been handed materials, but no one set you down and took the time to cultivate a spirit of understanding with you. No one took the time to help you invoke your guides, your spirit guides, your intellectual guides who will help you who will tutor you, who will mentor you outside of Papa Seer 
on how to reach your higher self. If you are suffering from this, it is because your foundation has many cracks in it. This is the year. This is the time where for you to fill those cracks, for you to fix it. Fix your foundation. We are in going on the third year. No, fourth year of a recession, a hidden one, because nobody really wants to call it what it is. And some of you are about to break. You on your last leg, your savings are depleted, your credit is messed up. Everything has gone up and you are on your last leg. I am passionate about the state of the world. I'm passionate about what's going on, housing market, recession, finances right now. If you don't like when I talk about this, stop listening to this podcast or skip past this part. Turn me off. You don't have to listen to this part, but I'm not going to shut up talking about this because I care about my people. I am not a snake's oil salesman. I'm not going to hand you an oil and tell you that this is going to fix all your life and all of your problems. No, it might take care of some things, but what I ultimately want Especially for those who are in my community or, you know, stand with me to just be better and to really exemplify what excellence, black excellence, whatever type of excellence you want to be. What does that really look like? Some of us are on our last legs this year. And if you keep on using spirituality as a form of escapism from your life, from your logic You are not even on a spiritual journey. Let's talk about that. I am noticing that spirituality for some of you is becoming escapism. It's not a journey. It is a it is a retreat. It is a it's a cave for you to go in to tap out of what's going on in your regular regular life. Okay, I have said this a thousand times. I will say it a thousand and one times. Your spiritual life and your physical life have to be balanced. What goes up must come down and everything is going to meet at the crossroads. It all meets in the middle. When we start to over cater to one portion of our lives and then you want to neglect another. You are creating a foundation of unbalanced foundation at that where nothing in your life is going to go right. You might go into your altar room. You might go sit at that altar. You might do those rituals and you might feel good. You might make some things happen. Your hoodoo might get you by. But let's really be honest with ourselves today. Is it healing anything? Is it preventing anything? Are those same situations reoccurring in your life? Because if you technically fix something or whatever... Why is this problem still coming up? There's obviously something that you haven't addressed. There's obviously there's obviously an energy that you're still attracting that you have neglected and you just you're just doing things to get by. I'm so sick of that in hoodoo. Hoodoo has to evolve. I am proud to be one of the torchbearers and pioneers of evolving this. I'm not doing slave magic over here. If I offended you, oh well, I'm not. I respect slave magic and what it is, but I'm not a slave. We are off the plantations. We have a different set of issues, problems, values. Our lives look 
totally different. So how can we take something that was left for us and evolve it into our modern lives? It has to evolve. You got to think outside of the box. You got to take your mindset off that damn plantation. My people, if you offended, you should be convicted. But the truth is, and the blessed truth is that some of you are hearing me today. Some of you are hearing me with your heart. Some of you have truly already been setting the groundwork for change. Or there are those of you who are sick and tired. And today is the day that you're going to make that groundwork that that you're going to put your best foot forward today to start changing your scenario. You're seeing you're going to start rethinking and reshaping what your practice looks like and start cultivating a practice that's really shape shifting your life. Why are you not living your best life? Why are you holding the hoodoo power, the hoodoo power, okay, if you, if you claim to, how and why are you holding it and you are not manifesting and materializing your best life? To me, it sounds like you are over there playing with yourself. You're playing with those spirits. You're playing with those ancestors. But that's not all of you. Even though 2024 is not, in my opinion, going to be this year of, oh my God, all this abundance and prosperity and everything is going to be fine. Da, 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 da. No, I don't believe that. I do believe, though, if you have been doing the work, if you have been setting the foundation, if you have been making some conscientious changes, if you are walking in awareness, if you are really seeking intimacy, loyalty, and a deeper connection with your guides, your ancestors, those beautiful people that have loved and protected you on that altar, right? If you are ready to shape shift into something else, this will be a blessed year for you. You will be protected. Anything that you lose, you shall gain three times over, and so be it. You deserve it. You deserve it. This is the year for some of you where you are going to pick it up and fight if you have to. You're going to make that decision that you've been sitting on. You're going to make those changes that you should have made a long time ago. When you come learn at the HCR Academy or, you know, as one of my mentees, my mythology or even just listening to this podcast, right? My mythology is not to... Tell you all to come to me to change your life. I I'm, I don't I don't market myself as that type of practitioner. To be real with you, I really don't even have that much time anymore to be doing a lot of work for clients. You know, I'm very far in between now when it comes to having to do that because of my schedule just will not permit it. And my, my you know my theology with this is I want to create an, a space and an opportunity for you to learn how to do things yourself. How you can take this into your own hands. Now, will everyone be a practitioner's practitioner or a practitioner for the public? No, that's not logical. But what I do believe is that we are able to cultivate you and put something in your hands where you can change your own life, where this will, ex- this will work for you. It'll absolutely work for you. You know, now how that you, when you put your hands on other people, that's up in the air because some people can, some people can't. But what I do know is that you can use this for you and be very powerful and be very effective. 
You don't always have to go looking for someone to do the work for you when someone has trained you on how to do it yourself. You see, I'm so proud of my students and my mentees because that is the mindset and the mentality that we have bred into them into this point. Some people have been with me since day one going on four years now. I mean, and they are absolutely not the same people. They are not. These people, you know, they are teaching now. They are ministering. They are working with people. It's so amazing to sit back and just say, wow, look at how far you have come. So I know for a fact that spirit is with me, that spirit is showing me something that's working. But for those of you who may not necessarily be in that space with us or with me personally, right? You still can take the gems that have been dropped here on this podcast or the things that you already learned from your own godparents or from your own teachers. And you truly can have your best life. If you all look around, the landscape of the spiritual community is changing. Hoodoo is getting so quiet now. I don't know if I like it or hate it. I, I might secretly love it because... I predicted that in 2024 specifically, when I used to do my lives on Clubhouse, I had a a specific room I will never forget. I wish I could find. I wonder if I even have this podcast on on, on the podcast, but I predicted this. The room was entitled by 2024, the spirituality movement is going to die out. And it's already starting. You know, people that used to be so hoodoo happy now, they, you know, Holy Bible. Shout out to the Holy Bible, right? But look at the landscape. It's changing. People are not as loud and as proud. They're not all up in your face. And most of the time now, they just want to sell you something. So, hey, that part too. Which is why I think it's important for anybody that wants a an, an, an official hoodoo journey in 2024, you might want to start looking to the self a little bit. You might want to align yourself with people who are going to train you to take care of your own stuff. Now, granted, there are some things that you might need to go to a heavy hitter for. There are some things that you that might just beyond, maybe beyond you. I think we all will reach a point in our lives where you, you might need something and it's, and it's beyond you. In that moment, yes, reach out to someone else. I have people that I would reach out to if it was beyond me. I have elders. But I guarantee you that 80% of what I need, I can do this myself. I'm good. A good 80. I'm being humble right now. (laughs) I'm being so humble right now. So I'm going to just say 80 for the podcast. A good 80, I could do this myself. Right? You know? And I really strive to inspire you all to have that same type of confidence that when you go into your altar rooms or when you go before your altars or when you go into ritual or when you come into ritual with us or in your own respective communities, that you're going into this knowing that I'm going to get a result. Knowing that spirit is going to listen to me and hear me and they're going to take my petitions where they need to go. This is the year some of you will learn patience because a part of the reason why your confidence is low is because you haven't given your work enough time to materialize. When I tell you that I have done things years ago, years ago, and I can, I laugh when I see them materialize now. These are the secrets of hoodoo that people don't always want to tell you. 
that just because you went into ritual today does not guarantee that that is going to materialize for you tomorrow. It does not mean that this is going to be in your hands tonight or next year or this year at all. And you might not see what you asked for for a couple of years down the line, but I guarantee you when it, when it pops off, it will be in, a, in, a, in alignment for you. So I laugh at stuff like that. I really had to learn time all over and really enjoy patience and just enjoy every piece of this journey. Some of you all just don't want to embrace all aspects of this journey. The moments when spirit showed up for you, the moment you called him, the moments when spirit didn't show up at all, the moments when you got it overnight and the moments when you had to wait, the moments when you are very comfortable and the moments when you are definitely uncomfortable. If you are a student, your whole goal and your intention should be just to learn, right? So if you want to learn something, sometimes you do have to go to the depths to get the understanding that you are seeking. Nobody said that knowledge was going to be handed to you on a silver platter. Nobody even said that knowledge, every piece of knowledge that you were going to gain was going to be in a book that you bought off of Amazon Prime and showed up at your doorstep and now it changed your life. Who said that? No. Time, tenure, and experience. When you combine those three things, you are literally on a journey of knowledge. Time, tenure, and experience. That is how you gain that. And for those of you that want to learn, invest in your learning. We are currently in the age of knowledge. So, and excuse me, the age of information, not knowledge. That's what I meant, the age of information. So, I mean, if it's something that you want to know, invest in your learning. I got some feedback and emails from a lot of you who, you know, missed our open enrollment for school this year or who wasn't able to take um, our two most popular courses last year, which is, of course, our cardamancy certification course where, you know, for eight weeks you learn how to read traditional style of reading plan cards as well as our number one rated course. Like this is the most popular course of them all, our spiritism course for good reason. If there is anything that you do with HCR, take that spiritism course. I cannot tell y'all enough. Take that course. It is going to change your life. You're going to reapproach hoodoo in a totally different way. So what we did was we decided to run the courses back this year. Myself and my godchild, Revae Ashe, for those of you who've heard her on the podcast, of course, she's a friend of the podcast and as well as an instructor here. She and me decided, hey, let's run the course back. You know, some of you missed out on that opportunity. So spiritism starts again in March as well as cardamancy, I believe, too. So if you didn't get your cardamancy certification last year, if you are seeking to enhance your practice and me, I'm looking for people that want to go out here and make some money. I'm going to be honest with you. Shout out to those of you that want to learn how to read playing cards to learn how to read them. I am more than gracious to have you in my class, but I am so looking to teach somebody who's going to take this and, you know, build up their business and add an, an additional layer to what they already know. So if you're a tarot reader and you have a business and you want to add an additional layer, sign up for this course. I am looking forward to getting you in class to help train you, send you back out there to, you know, enhance your business. I'm going to be honest with you all. 
I like educating. I love what I'm doing. I love talking, teaching. I love lecturing. I really don't foresee myself in the future being in a space or having the availability to work so much with the public um, one-on-one in that capacity, which is why it is, you know, it's, it's my passion to teach those of you who want to learn this craft, who want to keep this alive, who want to enhance their business. This is what HCR is for. This is what these courses are designed to do, not only just for your special, your, you know, your personal journey, but also for your business journey too, if you are in the spiritual business. And then of course, for those of you where this is just a personal journey for you, for those who say this is only for me, I don't care about the public, I am doing this for my higher enlightened papasir, I love you and you are welcome in any space that I am in because you all are the practitioners that I do respect the most, okay? Those of you who wanna keep this to yourself, I respect you the most. So if you are not on my mailing list, please go over to the website, Hoodoo Conjure Root Work or HCR Gold, hcrgold.com and join the mailing list. The classes have already been uploaded to the website, um, but I would definitely join the mailing list so that you can get all of the discounts and coupons and things that we send and just be, you know, in the loop whenever something is going on. And of course... I know that everyone cannot take group classes. I know some of you don't even want to be in a group or a setting with people. That is totally fine. I'm here for you too. You know, this business is expanding. So I'm trying to offer services for people of all walks of life and all demographics. There are options for those of you who want to do this, you know, one-on-one with just myself. Those of you who just want to spend that time with me and build that relationship that teacher student mentor mentee relationship there are always options available um to do one-on-one sessions with me whether it's on my booking page or on the hcr gold website there are options available there for you it's always in an investment but i think it's one of the best investments that no one can take from you it is a seed that you will sow into yourself that will flourish and grow and my 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 purpose and my goal here is for you to be golden for you to flourish for those of you who are newer listeners to the podcast or if this is you know the beginning of your spiritual journey the beginning of your hoodoo journey the beginning of your journey into spiritism black american spirituality whatever you want to call it what advice would i give or what i have for you because this question is asked to me multiple times each year and this year my answer is so different because i've changed so much over the past few years my advice to you would be to put the spell books down right now if you're brand new to this that's not going to help you you are going to be overloaded with information and it's not going to do anything for you hoodoo is first and foremost beyond just the magic it is very much a culture there are stories there is a lifestyle so much that goes with it and i'm and i'm talking about black america this you know from the black american perspective go read some of the stories you know go pick up some of zora neale hurston's books charles chestnut um go read some of the stories first read up about the culture if you were to pick up anything to read 
learn about spirit guides and guiding spirits as well as learning about your ancestors i think going forward that if you are working with your ancestors but are walking around with and you're not aware of what or how to work with your with your guiding spirits at some point you are gonna hit a brick road and i've seen it time and time again so if you are new to this the advice that you have gotten from Papa Seer, I'm not going to tell you to go out here and pick up this hoodoo book, go do this, go do this. No, I'm going to tell you two simple things that you need to work on. Well, three, actually. First one. Learn the stories. Go learn some of the music, the stories. Learn about the hoodoo culture of the time. Okay, and maybe even just brush yourself up on black history, because I guarantee you in black history, there's always some hoodoo if you know what you're looking for. All right. Learn about the transatlantic slave trade. All of these things matter. It shaped the magic. So don't step into this and you don't know anything about your own history. I am so sick of y'all breeding hoodoos who don't know anything about what it is to be black in America. Okay, so first, learn your own history before you pick up a spell book Two. Take my spiritism course. If you are looking for a resource before you commit to a hoodoo journey or you want to come to the academy or paying for a mentor and all of this, take my spiritism course first. Why, Papa Seer, would I do that first when I'm trying to learn hoodoo? Because hoodoo is going to take years for you to learn and for you to be able to cultivate the type of gifts and power that you're seeking. Okay? So, just because you learn something doesn't mean that it's going to work for you as effectively as you want it to immediately. Now, what can I say about learning how to work with your guidance spirits and ancestral veneration that will work for you almost immediately? That will start working for you the moment you start undergoing the process of enlightenment about your guidance spirit, your spirit guides. That's going to work. Spiritism is very part of very much a part of hoodoo. People just don't know about it. They don't know. They don't. They don't teach it because they don't. They are, They don't know. So I'm gonna tell you this now. If, if you are new to this and you are seeking a real journey and you want to do it with me or in this space, my advice is learn those stories, take spiritism with me, or at least learn about what it is. Okay. And last but not least, clean up. Clean up your house. You know, um, you know, hoodoo is a hoodoo, the real hoodoo, it will make you impeccably clean, impeccably clean. When those real spirits start touching you and blessing you and ministering to you, cleanliness in your home and in your environment is going to be something you become very sensitive about. So start forming good habits now so that when you are introduced to the magic and into the rituals, you have a clean home. You have guiding spirits. You have awareness of your ancestors. And also, you know something about the culture. You're not coming into this trying to steal, but coming into this to add and pour water onto this. That is my advice. And if anybody don't agree with me, I really don't care. Don't listen to who don't chill. Shout out to that. Okay. <sighs> now, look at me. I didn't go over my time today. Family, friends, listeners, and supporters, I thank you all for just allowing for this platform to, you know, just continue to grow for us for being here for so long and for the years that we have going. I am really, 
I have a big announcement on my next show because I'm getting ready to take Hoodoo and Chill to the next level. So I'm not going to do it today because I feel like I have dropped enough on you all. (laughs) I've definitely dropped enough on you all today. But on our next show, I have a really, really big announcement for you all. And so you don't want to miss that. And as always, I bless your hands, your feet, your coming, your going. I send each of you out today in love, light, peace, prosperity, and most importantly, protection. I bless your families, your jobs. May your jobs be protected. For those of those who need additional income, may the floodgates of opportunity just spill open for you. May your cup run over with prosperity and abundance. May there be love be restored in your life, in your family, in your family's lives, in your children's lives. I'm just sending out, you know, a lot of y'all too. I'm just sending out a lot of health blessings to these children. There is something that is going to pop off over the summertime. I don't know what it is, but every time I've been doing readings on people, something is coming up with like health and children over the summertime. I don't know if it's going to be like the flu, but I would just say, you know, start forming better habits with the health of your children. Okay. Most importantly, you all, I bless your hands. May they be like gold. May the things you touch materialize as if it were gold. And with that, my people, I release you into the atmosphere. Happy New Year. And I will see you on the next episode of Hoodoo and Chill.